This is Brenda inside the Kid Code Playground, where, in the time it takes to have a coffee break, we shift stressed out families from painful parenting and kid chaos to positive parenting and calm kids using the techniques in the book, The Kid Code 30 Second Parenting Strategies. The unexpected result? You get your belly laugh back and ensure your kids keep theirs. In this podcast, pointed straight at your heart, we understand that parents struggle with two big problems, time and strategies that work on the spot. Every time you tune in, you'll find something to help you get right now relief in an upset with your kids, because every parent deserves a peaceful parenting experience, and every child deserves a peaceful parent. Are you ready? Hello, peaceful, positive parents. Remember, this is a place where you're invited to be a mess as a parent, just because we all are or have been, and at the same time, accept this warm-hearted invitation to leave at least some of your parenting pain behind. There's a series coming up here on blended families. This one is Fixing Feuds, Part 1, Make Your Home a Shared Space Success. So, Uh, Just a note about this, you don't need to be a blended family to use some of these strategies for shared space success. Any family can use some of the ideas. You know, I've always wanted to stay calm when others in the family weren't. Because I noticed that, you know, if we're not calm, we're adding to the problem. So I often ask myself some questions like, is there a good reason for me to get upset when a child is upset? Even if I start to feel upset rise up in me because of something the kids or someone else did, don't I want to stay calm because it feels so good? And then I can be counted on to be rational. So I ask myself, well, how could I do that? Because you know what it feels like when you start to get upset. It's hard to stop it sometimes. But I also wanted to know when the kids were upset, were they causing that in me? Could another person cause upset in me? And I came to understand over the years of work that if it's in me, then it's mine to work out, even if it's catalyzed by a child or an event. So who else's would an upset in me be to work out? So if the child is upset and I join in the upset, does that mean the child caused the upset? Isn't the upset in me? Isn't that my responsibility? Think about this. Otherwise, I'm asking every single person on the planet to act a certain way and say certain things that don't upset me. See the ridiculousness of that thinking? And then see the simplicity of asking myself to self-regulate no matter what happens or what someone else says or does. This is really a basic understanding that helps being peaceful in shared spaces and elsewhere. So when your kids are pushing your buttons, push your own reset button as soon as possible, really, so there aren't two crazy people in the room. So that's the first thing is always do your own work. Get yourself calm and then you can deal with everyone else much easier. Here's a suggestion for success in shared spaces. Um, Have several conversations with your partner to determine what roles each of you want to and can play with your partner's kids. Remember the focus is always everyone's well-being, including your own. So who's in charge of correcting their, their kids? 
What style of correcting and guiding the kids do you each want to use? Who's in charge of driving them to after-school activities? Who's in charge of grocery shopping for the family? Who's in charge of cooking and cleaning? How can the duties be split? How do you resolve conflicts? This is really important one. How do you resolve conflicts? So that's what the Kid Code is all about. All the strategies are designed to help you resolve conflicts quickly. Um, also, talk about your partner, your partner's kids, about what strengths does each child have and how can you both blossom them? And another thing, uh, are everyone's needs determined and then met to the best of everyone's ability? Some more suggestions are, I really love this one and encourage all kid code parents to do it. So if you make a written schedule for shared space success, who does what jobs, when, and without complaint. The reason we add that in is because Complaining cements the ego and we're trying to diminish the power of the ego and reveal the power of their and our true nature. So invite everyone in the family to play the fizzle game. See how fast you can catch yourself complaining and fizzle it to a stop before the complaint is completed. But back to the jobs. Include agreed upon consequences for not completing jobs so the child knows beforehand what the consequences of their actions are. And, you know, point out to the child kindly that consequences aren't punishment, they're payment for not being responsible human beings. I remember once my granddaughter, one of my granddaughters asked me if she had to help clean up from supper. And I said, oh, no, hon, only if you eat. So, like, who in the world doesn't have to contribute to a successful space that they're occupying? And what kid isn't going to try to get out of it? So be ready for it. Another way to make kids understand that jobs are just part of life, you know, sometimes we take their jobs away and we take them on, but what we teach kids is entitlement, and that's very painful for them because uh, the world will, does not reward that in any way. But invite your kids to imagine that they never had to do another job ever, and neither did anyone else. The bus driver no longer has to do his job the grocery clerk no longer has to do her job. Nobody in your house has to do jobs. Jobs just don't get done. What does that world look like? Well, that just helps kids put jobs in perspective. Something you can do is make their jobs more fun. So, for example, invite them to sing while they work. Invite them to make up funny stories about the jobs they're doing. Invite them even to be present to every single movement. You know, if they're doing the dishes, watch their hands in the water. Watch the, watch the hand as it moves over the, the dish. Uh, just to see what that feels like. You know, when we teach kids presence, upsets disappear no matter what we're doing. Another idea is, you know, uh, blended families can be really tough where kids do not like their, their um, parents' partner. So uh, this is a suggestion. Make a list of the disruptive behaviors the child displays to your partner and their kids, like such as, you know, belittling, backtalking, bullying, disrespecting, that kind of stuff. And always just point out to them that that behavior doesn't serve the child themselves. And what it does is invite everyone else to treat them badly. And then give them consequences for that behavior, whichever consequences you choose. 
but uh, point out that when the child has a consequence and they're missing out, it's because of their behavior that's not serving them now and won't serve them going forward. I know a statement that we've sometimes taught our, our kid code parents is you lose privileges when you ignore responsibility. So being kind and decent to ourselves and others is our responsibility. I don't think we really look at life like that. I think we look at it more like everyone should be nice to us and we can act however we want, but it doesn't really work. There's a podcast coming out soon after this series on how to be kind to ourselves and others and why that works. The next one I really love, and we did all throughout our kids' lives as they were growing up, have short weekly family meetings to discuss the strategies for living happily together. What's working, what's not, and how can you make it work for everyone? Um, you know, let your family give the meeting a name, like the Tuesday Talking Tailors or the Fam Conflab, the Family Conflab. Remind everyone this is a solution-oriented meeting, so ask everyone for their ideas for the solutions and, and ask them to pre present the solutions along with any problem they present. So the kid says, well, uh, I have this problem, and you ask them, okay, and what, what do you think would be a good solution? And invite everyone to help with the solutions. You know, every person needs a, a place of their own and a space for self-regulating because solitude is helpful for that. But during a conversation, and this is a little bit different, ask the, the child who's upset if they need just to take a minute not to leave the conversation, not to leave the room, but use one of the calming strategies from the kid code or another one you know of um, that will help them bring their brain back into coherence so the conversation can continue in coherence. So, you know, talk to them prior to upsets and ask them if they would agree that if somebody's upset, it's almost impossible to have a meaningful conversation. And also, you know, if they're allowed to stay upset and talk, they're learning that they'll be heard if they're upset. So teach them that they can take a minute to calm down right then so they can communicate what they want to. It's a really big benefit to them to calm down. If you can teach them that, uh, they're more likely to start to, to try to calm themselves and self-regulate. So, you know, there's heart math. There's, oh, there's a, a ton of strategies in the book that, that will help with that. Another really important thing I think is overlooked so often is are everyone's needs being met? I know we've talked a bit about this before, but sit down as a family and let everyone speak about their needs. And then see how it's possible for each person to meet their own needs and if others can help, how. Like, for example, does a child who's frequently overstimulated need more quiet time that is very kindly orchestrated? Or does a child who backtalks need more one-on-one -on -one time or alone time? Or, you know, does a parent who does too much need more help? How can that happen? So... Another idea is when you're having trouble with your partner's kids, see if you can find something you have in common and talk about that so you can build a bond and then you can get into more difficult issues. But what I mean is like find things that you like in common. For example, maybe, you know, study the world's flags together. Every couple of days you look up one or you look up animals' behaviors. You find documentaries to watch that you both like. 
Make one-on-one time with each child, yours and your new partner's. Even 10 minutes will help. Again, be genuine or wait until you see a real opportunity to be genuine so you can interact with them in a very meaningful way, like so you're not pretending. And you don't have to go anywhere. If time's limited, you can sit privately and talk or play a game in your own home. You know, another big difficult time for blended families is transition days from one parent's house to another. There are likely to be upsets due to the changes in people, places, things, parenting styles, and forgotten items. And this is where everyone needs to become more self-aware, including us parents. What's needed to keep everyone feeling more peaceful, more secure, and less pushy, less pouty, less panicky? Like, ask the kids what makes them feel best on those days. Like, is it more activity, less activity, alone time for reading, creative time, one-on-one talking time? That's the one day that they don't do chores, they do chores the next day, they take more time for themselves on that day. And if they're old enough, ask them what what would help them. And when they say screen time, that's not helpful because it's addictive in nature and it discourages critical thinking skills and physical activity, which are both very helpful as we know for a healthy state of being, especially during challenges like transition days. So it's a lot about conversation. And I know we don't have a lot of time, but a little bit of time with some of these strategies, you can see some pretty nice changes in your home. And as always, do your own inner work on what you see in others so you can come into your own true nature when you're interacting with anyone else. Uh, Remember also blessing mistakes. You matter more than any parenting mistake you've ever made. So what ideas do you have to make your house a shared space success? I hope you come up with a few. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening and making your parenting life and your child's life more positive and peaceful. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, please subscribe and rate and review it on your favorite podcast player. If you'd like to take a Kid Code course, yep, you can do it in the time it takes to have a coffee break. If you'd like to become a Kid Code teacher, or if you want to reach me directly to talk about anything Kid Code, I'm here. Thekidcode.ca Instant evolution into positive, peaceful parenting, one upset at a time.